Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat, I'm your host, and for today's episode, we're going to talk about how you shouldn't be seeking out or looking for people who bring out the best in you, quote unquote, the best. And obviously controversial to say, (laughs) but what I mean by that is instead of looking for people who bring out this idealized version you might have of yourself in your head, what you think is your best self, instead of looking for people who make you have to perform that way all the time, look for people who bring out the most neutral part of you, the part of you that can coexist within the good and the bad, because you're a human, you're never going to be your best all the time. That is not possible. And again, especially, okay, everybody's idea of best is different, right? But this is specifically for those of us who feel like we romanticize, idealize ourselves, right? We put this um, image, this perfectionist image in our heads of like, this is my best self. This is what the best version of me would do. And it might not actually be your idea of what best is. It might be somebody else's society's idea that you've put on yourself and tied into perfectionism, of course. And you feel like this level of you, this this peak performance version of you is the person that you should be striving to be all the time. And so you need to find a partner who makes you be that person all the time. Now, obviously, we should look for people who make us feel like they want us to to grow and change and improve. And, you know, of course, that's really important. You don't want somebody who's making you do, you know, the worst things for you. But at the same time, I think if we chase people who we think will make us bring out this idealized fantasy version of our best selves, right? Not the actual best self that exists in balance, but this idealized version that we have in our own heads. If we only chase people like that and we look for people like that who make us feel that way, I think inevitably what will happen is you will find somebody who you might pedestalize as this idealized version too, because you feel like, okay, I have to be my ideal version to match them. So you pedestalize them, you might end up in some sort of limerence And you might also end up acting inauthentically and acting as this, you know, heightened version of yourself that might not be true to who you actually are because you're not always your best self, right? So you might be putting on a bit of a facade, a bit of a show in order to maintain this best version of you for this person who you think requires you to be that version of you all the time. So this is obviously very overwhelming and very exhausting. And so for those of us who are perfectionists, who maybe go through these cycles constantly of trying to be our best, trying to perform at our peak level all the time, and then we burn out, we end up sabotaging ourselves, right? Because we do burn out. We we can't sustain that. It's not sustainable long-term to be this best, quote-unquote, version of ourselves. And I mean this, again, specifically for the, the idea we have in our heads of what best means from a perfectionist mindset, this idealized fantasy version of ourselves. That makes us inevitably burn out because it is not sustainable. It's exhausting. And so if you are finding people who you think you have to be this best version of yourself for, what's going to happen? You're not going to be able to sustain that relationship, right? You're going to feel exhausted. So you're either going to pull away, abandon it, you know, or you might end up putting them on a pedestal. You see them as this godlike figure. And so you're always striving to get their approval, but your their approval is only given to you in your mind if you are your perfect best ultimate self. That is not how a, you know, healthy relationship is formed. Of course, this is all my own experience, the things I've had to recognize in myself, like the, the, the mindset that I go through when it comes to relationships sometimes as a perfectionist myself. And I've realized that while, yes, you should look for people that, that you know, encourage you to grow, change, improve, of course, to look for people who bring out the best in you, which is a common discourse I see online a lot. I think your 
neglecting the part of you that is flawed, that is human. The part of you that your inner child maybe is, right? The imperfect part of you, the part of you that is always learning and growing and making mistakes and being dumb sometimes. You're neglecting and disowning that part of you, which is not good. You know, you're not going to be happy with yourself if you're disowning those parts of you. And that will come up to the surface eventually. You can try your best to be this perfect, amazing, best version of you all the time. But if you're disowning that other part of you, you know, the the opposite part of you, the, the balance, you know, if you're disowning that part of you and you can't maintain that balance, it's going to come up and it's going to make you swing to the other side, right? It's going to be this huge course correction that, you know, does inevitably lead to self-sabotage, to abandonment, to commitment issues at times, you know, because you've put so much pressure on yourself to be the best and now you've found someone who forces you to be the best all the time, that's not sustainable. You can't do that. That's exhausting. And it's just not kind to yourself. It's not kind to only seek out people that you think will only give you approval if you are this ultimate best fantasy idealized version of yourself. That's not nice to you. You have to merge the two parts of you. Yes, there are times where you will be at peak performance. You'll be doing great. You'll be changing and improving and growing and all those things. And at times you will also not be those things because that's part of life and that's okay. You won't always be your best. Sometimes you will be your worst and that's part of the process. And it's okay to be in your worst sometimes. You do need that balance. And that's something that I've struggled a long time in my life to accept about myself, that the worst of me is part of also the best of me. And to be your worst, if you are in a slump, if you are in your worst place right now, whatever that is for you, that doesn't mean that that's totally who you are. You know, it's not all encompassing of who you are. It's just part of you. It is part of the balance of being a human being. So sometimes you will be in your worst. And that's why I think rather than seeking out someone who brings out the best, quote unquote, in you, that you think brings out the best in you or forces you to be this best idealized version, seek out somebody who brings out the most neutral part of you. When you are around someone and you feel like you don't have to perform, you feel like you don't have to be this best person or best version of yourself, or you don't have to lead with all your successes all the time. If you're around a person like that, I think that's a better strategy in terms of finding a dynamic and relationship that is healthy and sustainable, right? Sustainability is the, the key there because you can put on a show, put on a performance, but that's not gonna last long-term. And what'll happen is it'll then reinforce those self-limiting beliefs you have when it fails because it's not sustainable. So finding someone who brings out that neutral part of you, that balanced part of you, that you don't feel like you have to perform around, that you don't feel maybe the nervousness of, you know, like, are they going to approve of me? Are they not? Somebody who you don't really care about in that sense, like don't care about having to be approved of necessarily. That's really important to seek out. But of course, it's less fun to, to seek out those people than it is to seek out people who you have to like, you know, prove yourself to. Like, will they choose me? Will they not choose me? Like, I get that from my... Um, you know, from that headspace, the butterflies, the spark, all that, it is more exciting. It feels more exciting. But I think that excitement is also tied to fear and anxiety, right? Like it, those two feelings and emotions get conflated. It's not really excitement. It's more like anxiety. Like, are they going to choose me? Am I going to be loved and approved of? And I think that happens more when you are aiming to be chosen by someone who you have to be the best for all the time. That's exhausting. It's overwhelming. And it's not nice to you. It makes you feel really shitty after a while. I think at least. So instead, aim to find someone who makes you feel neutral, who brings up both parts of you, that you can be both parts of yourself with, that you can show up in your greatness, in whatever you really love about yourself and you're growing and improving and you're, you know, doing the habits that you think are really good for you. 
and also who you can share that you are feeling really awful right now or you've done something really shitty and you feel, you know, not your best. Being with somebody like that, I think, is just, it just feels better in the long run. And obviously it's hard to find people from the get-go like that. You have to get to know somebody to understand if you feel that way. But I think trusting your intuition around somebody is really important too. Trusting your feeling around somebody and asking yourself, okay, is this feeling that I'm getting from them derived from a sense of fear within me or a sense of love for myself? If you are acting or chasing somebody from a place of fear, from a place of maybe self-loathing, self-shame, and that's why you're chasing them, that's why you want them in your life because they're going to prove that you are good enough, then maybe they're not aligned for you. But if it's coming from a place of genuine love for yourself, that you are kind to yourself, you don't feel like you have to, you know, be mean to yourself in order to get their approval, or you don't have to hate yourself and change yourself to get their approval, then maybe they are aligned for you. That's how I kind of think about it when it comes to situations like this. I really have to ask myself, okay, me going after this person, is it coming from a place of love for myself or a place of fear and hate for myself? What are the two things that are popping up for me? And obviously it's it's not easy to spot at first if you haven't really thought about this before. It takes time to really recognize what is fear-based and what is love-based. But that's what's worked for me. And that's why I think it's not necessarily beneficial to always seek out someone who brings out the best in you, which is a common, you know, common discourse online that we see a lot. Like someone, this person should be bringing out the best in you all the time. It's like, you're not going to be your best all the time. You're going to be awful sometimes. <laughs> and that's part of life. And it's, it's okay. And of course, you know, hold yourself accountable, make the changes you need to, you know, don't necessarily always wallow in that. Even though I think sometimes it's okay to do that too, right? It's fine, I think. But, you know, when we seek out somebody who only brings the best in us, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of weight and burden on our shoulders to maintain that level of perfection. And I don't think it's possible. And the irony is that person might not actually even want the, you to be the best version of yourself all the time. It might just be a pressure you're putting on yourself. So it's sometimes it just comes down to your own you know, self-concept and mindset around these things. It might not even be about the other person at all. They might not at all be putting that pressure on you, but you've put it on yourself because in your mind, they are the kind of person that would want this, right? So you've, you know, pedestalized them, idealized them, made them into this godlike figure, and now you've put all this pressure on you for no reason. So yeah, I think better to, to seek out neutrality in these ways and find that balance within yourself as well and the way you show up for yourself and treat yourself. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it was informative. Uh, if you want to work with me one-to-one -one and talk about these things, I offer calls. I also have a Substack where I write about these topics and you can see all my other content on my social media accounts. But other than that, I'll be back again soon with another episode.